And I was like, hey, can I touch like some of the sweat like like under your boobs? <laughs> and I felt like the grossest guy ever. And she's like, yeah, it's okay, sure. And, but it was like, dude, I've never felt that strong where like a, like a pig in heat, like she was giving <laughs> off this vibe. And have you ever felt Who's that way? Who's the pig? <laughs> oh God, you're right. I just called my wife a pig in heat. A very sexual, very beautiful pig very in heat. Beautiful. Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 231 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, what is up, my man? Not too much, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to hear. I like calling people men, man. <laughs> I just can't help it. Do you say that to women? Do you, are you like, hey, what's going on, woman? No. Because <laughs> that's very condescending. Woman? <laughs> yeah, you can't call a woman a woman, but I'll be damned if I don't call every man I talk to. What's up, man? Yeah. Man. Ugh, I got to work on that. No, it's, it's endearing, man. It's an everyday. So? It's everyday. Okay, fine. Turns us into just every man yeah. where, where everyone knows us. We're great. We're great. Well, look, we're here. Yes. My friend, my hombre. <laughs> and Bad hombre. Bad hombre. We're having a good time, as usual, on the podcast. And I feel good to be here, man. Yeah. Things are doing great. I'm glad to hear that. I haven't talked about this on the show recently, but the show is kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Our ratings are through the roof. <laughs> I mean, we got four or five stars a plus. Wow. You know, all the polls are saying we're great. <laughs> no, but seriously, the show's doing great. Uh, people are sharing it and talking about it. And I really, really appreciate it. I just want to take a second to be a little serious, Eddie, that a lot of people in the trenches are sharing the show, being a little more bold, I think, to share the show with friends mm-hmm. to say, you know what? In this uh, post Trump or pre Trump or whatever era, <laughs> I can be a little, I can be myself. Yeah. A little bit more. And for a lot of these people, that means tipping over headstones in Jewish cemeteries. <laughs> Fine. I mean, those are those people that are exercising their right to be a complete piece of shit. Yes. But for the rest of us, dog, just put it out there. <laughs> and we're putting it out there. And if you want to show your friends a hilarious podcast that you really like, they're not going to judge you. No. Because the bar is so low that <laughs> you're fine. Like, no one's going to care that you like a podcast that's nasty. Yeah. Like that, it seems like nothing compared to how garbage people are (laughs) these days. So you're cool, dude. Yeah, man. Wear that shit. Wear it. I mean, literally, you can wear it. (laughs) Store.saverthshow.com if you want to buy some merch. I've not plugged the store in weeks. (laughs) We are so bad. I mean, the show is doing good despite itself. Yeah. (laughs) Because you and I are not doing very good advertisers for our own show. No. And we're in advertising. Exactly. I mean, this would be like if during the day we were bakers and then at night we created shitty cakes <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's that's pretty on par with. Uh, no, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but we could do more, I guess, to advertise the show. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'll do? This is what I'm going to do. I, I joked that I was going to buy banner ads on a porno website <laughs> that fell through. <laughs> and it was going to maybe be like you and me smiling like, yes. hey, you just bust a nut. <laughs> How about you go bust a rib laughing <laughs> at Save for the Show, the favorite comedy podcast, the, the number one sponsor of porno. <laughs> like, you know, Coca-Cola. Period. Period. Just <laughs> porn in general. The official sponsor of porn, Save yes. for the Show. Because like a lot of times, like today I saw some stupid ad for, I don't know, Pepsi. And it's like official sponsor of the NFL. Yeah. 
congratulations <laughs> that the NFL, they need your money so bad, Pepsi. Yeah. Of course they don't. So fine. We're going to be the unofficial sponsor of a pornography website. I think what we should do is take out ads as webcam digital entertainment strategists <laughs> there you go. on webcam sites, dude. Yeah. If you guys need help, <laughs> yeah. here we are. We'll hook you up. Done. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> That's the place to do it. No, but what I was going to say is maybe we can buy some banner ads mm. or some real ones. I need to dabble in that world again because every time we ever do, it always kicks the show up. Oh, okay. A notch. So yeah, let's do it. I'll work on that. Yeah. I'll work on that. Um, you know, otherwise, you know, we do the show at night. Mm -hmm. I think the show would be weird if you and I did it at 9 a.m., yes, you know, noon so. or something. And a lot of people have written in to say, hey, guys, why don't you do a live show? And that's becoming very uh, cool these days with yeah. popular podcasts. And they do a live show. They do an episode live. I think we could do that. I really do. I think it would be mm -hmm. terrifying for you and I, because both of us have, you know, a decent amount of anxiety yeah. about these things, like everyone but, does. I mean, how different would it be than what we're doing right now? I don't think it would be different at all. Then I don't, I don't think it would be too bad. I think, you know, like anything, it'd be really scary up until we started and then it'd feel fine. Yeah. It's always wondering and worrying and I don't know. But once you're in things like that, who just rock it. It's like sex, man. Once you're in things like that, boom, rock that shit. Very short. Though the <laughs> podcast would probably be two minutes, maybe three. No. So maybe one day we'll do that. Um, but we do do the show at night. And a lot of times we finish the show and my wife is asleep. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go upstairs after a show and I'm sweating profusely because <laughs> I just start sweating. Yes. You know, I'm like, uh, Eddie Murphy in his red leather jumpsuit <laughs> pacing the stage. Well, if you didn't always wear your red leather jumpsuit, maybe it'd be a little better. Well, I can't help it. I'm you should get a red leather tank top, man. <laughs> just, I only wear it for the show. Yes. Just for the show. Well, when I go upstairs, my wife is asleep. Mm -hmm. And the other day I went up there and she was sweating. Like I, she must have been having a nightmare or she had on a robe and a tank top. And I, I got in bed and I said, hey, honey, I'm, I'm finished. Let's go to sleep. And she's like, oh, I'm so hot. I'm so sweaty. And she take, took off all of her clothes. Mm -hmm. And she was still so sweaty <laughs> that she was just laying there in bed, just like glistening. Tell me more. With sweat. <laughs> I, well, and so I was like, hey, can I touch some of your sweat? <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but I think it, her body was just like giving off this, you know, estrogen. Okay. Pheromones. <laughs> like she was just laying there in the area that we have sex. Mm -hmm. And her body was sweating, and there was just like something in the air. Like I was like Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> the skunk, and I could just smell it. And I was like, hey, can I, can I touch your sweat? And I felt like such a perv. And she said, okay, though. You sound like such hey, a perv. Did hey, you say like, hey, girl. Did you hide like behind the curtain? Woman, hey. <laughs> let me get some of this into a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> no, but I did touch it. Okay. And I was like, hey, can I touch like some of the sweat? Like, like under your boobs and i felt like the grossest guy ever and she's like yeah it's okay sure and but it was like dude i've never felt that strong where like a like a pig in heat like she was giving off this vibe and have you ever felt Who's that the way pig? oh god you're right i just called my wife a pig in heat a very sexual very beautiful pig very in beautiful heat. so yeah have you ever felt this way where you just like like a scent is so strong and so powerful mm -hmm. where it'll bring you back like, oh man, I smelled this perfume of a girl I knew in junior high and your mind just like goes flying. Yeah. As you, have you ever been in a, in a scenario where you've smelled another lady and just felt like 
my body is ready. Another lady who's not my wife? Or anyway, mostly no, your wife. only my wife. Yeah, but it's uh, happened to you? Um, Smell-wise? Yeah. I, I don't think anything as strong as, as you're explaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, there have definitely been moments where, like, I, I just look at her and, you know, have those types of feelings. Right. But... I don't think specifically her mm-hmm. smell necessarily has has brought me to that point. Yeah, yeah, just from her beautiful looks. Just yeah, you know, you know, like sometimes like you yeah. look at your wife and then you just like remember like all the right. good shit and you're just like, yes, that's why. Right. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? guys like you and I too who have wives who don't go to work every day, mm-hmm. like they get dressed with makeup, hair their whole situation like three times a week. Yeah, maybe four. And so after you haven't seen your wife like look like a real woman for like three days and had a pig and heat just like some sloppy mom in a robe with her hair and a top knot no makeup on which is still fine yeah don't get me wrong but then when you finally see them sometimes you're like like i almost feel like you get like a boner in your stomach yeah. where you just feel yeah, like totally. like the horniness it's just in there like your whole body and i don't think i've ever met a girl who's felt like <laughs> like that raw level yeah. Well, what about that that chick that wrote in about uh, always having to touch her boyfriend? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She probably feels that on a daily basis. Yeah, bless her heart. <laughs> guys, I think are straddled like uh, as if guys are only get that horny. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. There's gals out there. What's up, gals? <laughs> what is up? So yeah, and you know this reminded me. Uh, Nick, good listener, great listener of the show, sent us a question, and it's kind of apropos of this okay. own thought. He said, hey, you mentioned on the Dead Inside show something about wine and how it makes you drop your panties. Ha ha ha. Have you or Eddie ever put on a pair of women's underwear? And then he goes on to say his, uh, he's a Caucasian, size 11 and a half shoe, a dry guy. He's yeah. a dry guy. And his name on Xbox. I forget we have an Xbox group or clan. <laughs> yeah. And it's Sift Show. And look it up and you can add us Greasy Sandwich. That's the name of of him on the Vic on there. And so, yeah. Have you ever put on a pair of ladies underwear? I honestly can't think of a time I have. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to say yes, but I don't remember. Yeah. How about you? No, I I really can't. I feel like a, my big ass would stretch the shit out of my wife's underwear. And so she'd be like, take my fucking underwear (laughs) off. Like if I did it, it would be for me. You know, I don't think my wife would be turned on to see me in her tiny little underwear or even like a big pair of yeah. grandma panties. It wouldn't be sexy. Yeah, I think if I if I did ever do it or would ever do it, it would be to get laughs. A laugh. I wouldn't be like, hey, check me out. Look how sexy I am in your panties. No, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Look at my, my goofy bulge in your pink <laughs> panties, my hairy ass thighs and inner thighs. And what if it was like a G-string and her underwear is all up in my asshole? Oh yeah, she's gonna say take those off and put them in the hamper. Yeah, these aren't. This isn't a bar of soap, right? No. <laughs> oh, we got a question about that too. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll definitely get to that question later. But no, I've never worn them. Have I sniffed them? Yes. Oh, obviously. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah. If that makes me a pervo, then <laughs> I just talked about my wife's sweat. <laughs> Clearly, I'm, I'm a <laughs> exactly. man of many senses. I one time I put on my wife's maternity jeans. <laughs> she she just she was like, "Will you put these on? I think it'd be funny." Mm-hmm. So I put them on, and they were so fucking comfortable, man. Oh yeah, they had that stretch, and it came over my belly, so it kind of like held in my my fat. That's awesome. And I put on a shirt, and I was like, "Damn, these jeans look good as fuck on me right now." Maybe we're, you're onto something there, <laughs> like some dad jeans yeah. that have a built-in 
uh, I don't know, belly like a sphinx type of sphinx yeah. <laughs> for dudes. Yeah. Dunks, sphinx. We need to come up with a name. Uh, spunks. Spunks, spunks. <laughs> I mean, that woman who made those is a bazillionaire. Oh, yeah. At this point. Definitely. We need to come up with something like that. I, I saw the other day, though, you know what can be a problem for a guy is if you have a shirt tucked in and you reach over and then the shirt comes out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a guy, if you see like a man's underwear through like a business shirt like that, it can be kind of like a whoa. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You just think like, oh, God, there's Gary's fucking underwear. <laughs> Gary in accounting, I just saw your ass crack because <laughs> you bent over to pick up a paperclip that fell on the ground. So they made these stupid things. It's like a garter belt for men where you wear these like like underwear okay. and they have these uh, belts on them that you attach to your shirt. And so essentially, no matter what you do, it's like a suspender, but they, they're like a garter belt yeah. that men would wear. That's, yeah, that's weird. It's the most bizarre thing. And like your dad jeans, mom jeans Mm -hmm. that have like a belly thing. It's the kind of thing that you could never wear that if you had sex with somebody and they saw those, (laughs) they would say, whoa, 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 (laughs) pussy not wet. Yeah. You know, a guy could care less. Like if a guy was having sex with a girl and turned out she had like, you know, like there were a time they were popular. My wife had them at one point. They're these like chicken cutlet fake breast things that you put in there. Like if you're if a guy's getting with a girl and he took her top off and a bunch of Kleenex came out, yeah, <laughs> or those things, you'd be like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> at all, girl. Who cares? Are we still having sex? Great, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. But a girl, I feel like she could get a guy down and be like, Whoa, whoa, yeah, I really misjudged you. You have on dad uh, <laughs> stockings, and you're, are you pregnant, sir? <laughs> right? Or what are these jeans you're wearing? <laughs> Um, but you know what? Most a lot of guy jeans. I have a pair of guy jeans that have that little elastic in them now. Yeah. I just think there are people are catching on. Like, why not make your jeans super comfortable like that? Oh yeah, they're yeah, great. They're making like suits or, or like sweatpants that look like suit pants. Oh geez, because it's just super comfortable. Right. And why not? Yeah. Why not? Why would you wear some uh, super um, uncomfortable jeans that are like scratchy? Yeah. It's not like they have to be expensive to have like two percent. Uh, elasticity <laughs> yeah. or whatever the number is treat yourself to a pair of jeans like that fellas yeah They're go comfy. to fucking old navy they have right. a ton of that shit for cheap yeah you don't have to like go to nordstrom and spend 200 dollars on some uh rockin republic jeans <laughs> with some big ass stitches on your ass which by the way another fashion tip yeah <laughs> please don't wear those anymore no. guys or um true religion those yeah. are the ones those yeah. aren't popular anymore right i don't if they are i have to think that they're not as out there as it used to be like you go to the club on saturday night are you still throwing on your true religion jeans <laughs> and your affliction t-shirt and there's some guys that are definitely yeah. some guys that are could you imagine being that hard in like a warp zone no but look at us yeah. i feel like i kind of wear the clothes i wore in high school so maybe that's what these guys do they, they go to their glory day and they just recreate that their entire life yeah but like even if you wear in your case, the clothes that you wore in high school, mm-hmm. it's not a fucking dragon eating a tiger that's all glittery on your, that's on your true, shirt. You right? know what I mean? Like, They're a little more timeless. Yeah. <laughs> it's t-shirts. Exactly. Or button-ups. Exactly. Or like you're wearing like a, a zip-up hoodie yeah. right now. Like, uh, it's it's definitely that's not... What is it, a dragon eating an elephant? <laughs> a, a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. It's Some Ed Hardy craziness. <laughs> exactly. You know, Ed Hardy gets a bum deal because when I was going to get a tattoo a couple years ago... Ed Hardy has like a tattoo parlor yeah. in San Francisco. And that's like what he was famous for first. Mm-hmm. And then it just so happens he made this clothing company. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel bad because 
as a tattoo artist, he's insanely good. Yeah. He has a, a, a studio where to work there, you probably have to be a badass, but he's almost like a joke. Yeah. Because of this uh, clothing line and what it's associated with. But imagine that, like, you're a guy who's an artist who's trying to make money, and you have a very successful t-shirt company, but actually what it does is it completely destroys your integrity, <laughs> and everyone thinks you're a douchebag, yeah. when you're like, no, 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 look, I'm cool as fuck. <laughs> I just tried to make a cool t-shirt company. I'm sorry that these weirdos yeah. would do it. That's like, um, who's the guy of the band that um, Richard Spencer, the white nationalist Nazi dude, oh. or Depeche Mode. Yeah. Like Depeche Mode, he made something, a comment that made people think like Depeche Mode were the favorite band of Nazis or something. Yeah. And they immediately were like, no, <laughs> we're not. And if we are like, fuck off. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Like that's all people wanted Trump to do and say, it was like, fine, no Nazis. Yeah. They're bad. And so, but then again, somebody like, what if this podcast became the number one Nazi podcast? <laughs> All of a sudden, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I don't know why, <laughs> it would be like very odd, but I would have to say like, no, please don't. This isn't true. Yeah. Kind of like PewDiePie. Yeah. That guy and his shenanigans. Yeah. He got I feel bad for him. I, I just, I don't think people are looking into the entire story. I, I hate to be this guy, but yeah, he, he got a bum deal. Yeah. <laughs> and you may not know the whole story and think that it's actually Eddie too. He agrees with that. Mm -hmm. Like you may think like, well, fuck those guys. He's a Nazi. <laughs> he's not a Nazi. He's an idiot. Yeah. And he's kind of a bad comedian, but he totally got hosed. Yeah. Like, Google that shit. Google that shit, man. <laughs> I don't want to go into it. Yeah. But, yeah, that guy got a bum deal. All right, fuck it. He's still making millions, though, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's crying into a pile of money. Yeah. And his girlfriend's soft buttocks. He's fine. I heard, like, his followership went up, like, half a million in a day after this shit broke. So I believe it. Yeah. Because you know what? Guys like you and me... <laughs> I never watch his videos. Uh, yeah. But now I'm, I'm still not going to watch him. <laughs> but I kind of feel like the guy deserves a better shake. But yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's going to be on the podcast next week. <laughs> we should do that. Um, but you know what? Okay. So back to sniffing panties. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> my favorite topic. <laughs> yes, of course, we've all done it. Like, I think my, I actually like clean panties the most because there's something, there's two things going on there. One, a lady. I feel like those panties, after a woman's worn a panty, like, I don't know, a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And men's underwear, too. It can only get so clean. There's only, <laughs> like, there's a certain level. These panties are inside a woman's vagina and asshole for 20 <laughs> hours a day. You can't get everything off. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a tiny bit of essence there in the soap smell. Like, I almost like that smell, like the laundry mm -hmm. and a tiny little bit of vagina. Then, like, here's some disgusting stank ass gym yeah. underwear yes definitely it smells like poop like i'm not trying to smell my wife's poo poo her shit i don't want her nasty gym underwear like it's almost for me because i wonder i think there are guys out there that the more dirty and authentic the underwear are the better they are but i guess maybe i'm just like uh i'm not very hardcore <laughs> i like them clean yeah i mean i think we have a track record of not being very hardcore when it comes to that type of shit yeah you're right so um, yeah i'm i'm with you i'd rather like a a, a pair of clean panties than mm -hmm. something soaked in sweat and shit but mm -hmm. don't you let your wife shit on you during sex i do and you don't often. Wanna, okay that very doesn't make often. Any sense to me but well but that's only on the major holidays oh, okay thanksgiving christmas hanukkah <laughs> you know seven days in hanukkah <laughs> i get shit on seven days and my poor wife i what's mean imagine her, having to take a yeah. shit every day what's her diet like during that time oh, God, it's awful <laughs> a lot of castor oil and it's just disgusting eddie so anyways none of my wife's friends that listen please don't tell her that 
Uh, she's very embarrassed about it, <laughs> but it's part of the deal. So yes, I like, you know, the other thing about it's nice about a, a clean pair of underwear is I feel like you can kind of put it really close to your face mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm, these are clean. Like yeah. you could, you could rub a clean pair of underwear all over your face. I carry a pair of my wife's in my pocket. Right here. <laughs> here they are. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh, those are nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Give my wife's panties back, Eddie. But you know what? It did remind me of a situation that happened to me. I've talked about on the show before where when I was a kid, I went to a friend of mine's house and the next day his mom called my mom and accused me of going through her panty drawer. And my mom came in my room and was like, uh, yeah, Mrs. Smith just called and her son told her that you went in her panty drawer yesterday <laughs> and you you, you uh, pointed a gun at a dog. <laughs> remember this story? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't remember what episode I told this on, but and I probably shouldn't repeat the whole thing. But anyways, a friend of mine, I guess, not a friend anymore, His, I think he went home and like, how do you, nothing, I was not in his mom's panty drawer. Like I was nowhere near this. Yeah. I didn't like open them. And I almost wondered myself, like, was he and did he get caught? Yeah. And maybe he was like, oh, 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 uh, well, Danny was over here today and uh, he went in your panty drawer, mom. I'm saying I, I'm going to think that he got caught. And he just threw the blame on my feet. Yeah. That fucker. But let's try to figure out what the fuck he was looking for. Was he looking at his own mom's underwear? Was He could be one of those perverts. I mean, that's on another level. Maybe he was like stealing cash or uh, maybe mm-hmm. looking for porn. Uh, you know what? Maybe that. He was looking for porn, pulled them out. They fell on the ground. <laughs> he and sniffed them. Sniffed jerked them off real quick. Just once. And she found it. <laughs> no, well, then the ultimate irony was then the next week I went to school and his mom was a substitute teacher <laughs> in one of my classes. And she gave me a look like she knew what I did. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, no. How old were you? Tenth uh, grade, eleventh grade, maybe. Oh, so you could have you could have turned that into a I could have. <laughs> I banged and, your mom porn. Right. <laughs> into a nice situation. Well, I guess I was probably sixteen and that's consenting, right? Um, I don't think so. No, eighteen? I think yeah. Let's figure that out. <laughs> I think it depends on the state. Okay, well, in Nevada, it's probably 16, assuming yeah, Nevada no. is a garbage <laughs> hole. All right, fine. So I did end up banging that mom later <laughs> during summer. No, I didn't. Uh, getting my goat. Yes. You know, Eddie, somebody wrote us in and said, hey, I miss what's getting my goat section. And sure enough, I have one. And you came today and said, hey, I've got a goat. Yes. We both got a goat. What's getting our goat? What's mm-hmm. getting your goat? This week, Eddie. So I'm in like four to five meetings a day at work. That's a lot. And yeah, so number one, meetings are my goat. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two are the people in meetings that talk for the sake of talking. Yeah. Like I understand if you're running the meeting that that you're going to be talking the majority of the time. Right. But the people that chime in and just repeat something that someone else said. Yeah. Just so that they can say, yeah, look at me. I'm talking. I know. That annoys the fuck out of me. Everyone can see through that shit. Exactly, man. What do you think you like, are? You're not fooling anyone. It's offensive. Yeah. That you would think your boss is so stupid that you could say that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When I start a meeting, I'm just, how quickly can we end this meeting? Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Like, let's figure it out. Because somebody once told me you can have lots of meetings, you can do actual work, or you can be up to date on your email. You got to pick two. Yeah. Like, if you you, just, you can't do all three, who cares about this shit? That's called the triangle, folks. <laughs> Make it cheap, make it fast, make it good. That's another thing. That's not what I call the triangle. No. <laughs> well, tell me about the triangle <laughs> later. But no, that is a terrible, terrible thing. Yes. I'm sorry. Super annoying. 
Yeah, that's Don't like be some, that person. Well, that's like some student council high school shit where you think the teacher's going to think, oh, look at this kid. <laughs> exactly. He knows what's going on. Um, but being in that scenario is hard, too, because you do have to make an impression. Yeah. Especially for you, because these are probably creative meetings a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And you want to be the guy who raises their hand and says, well, what if we call it Skipolini Day? <laughs> and everyone says, whoa, good job, Eddie. You're so smart. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. It is, but I mean, I'm, if I don't have anything good to say, I'm not just going to blurt out some bullshit. Yeah, that's I feel true. like that would make me look bad. Right. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a different, different breed. No, you're a good breed. <laughs> you know what would be a fun meeting room to be in, though, is like a writer's room for a TV show. Yeah. I feel like that has got to be the coolest job. Yeah, but I, like I've heard stories of like, because I listen to a lot of like comedian podcasts and they talk about writer's rooms mm-hmm. and how it's like they work all fucking hours like they're always they? in there and a lot of times like the best shit comes from when you're exhausted at four in the morning and sure all that shit sure so it sounds like a stressful environment but still super fun <laughs> well a lot of pressure yeah too like if you have to write a show and come up with jokes but how fun though i guess you're right it's totally glamorized in my head <laughs> like it's just like nine to five yeah. you get there but you're probably right there's like let's get drunk let's hang out mm-hmm. let's you know do something weird especially like think about a show like workaholics or yeah. always sunny like you i think sometimes you have to be in a certain frame of mind probably to write a show like that oh yeah and it's not going to come at you know 10 a.m on a tuesday when you sit down in front of your computer and you're just like let me think of something really funny yeah right now i heard the uh, like the south park writers like they are just non-stop grinding because it's such a topical show yeah and it's a weekly show Whew. that they're just constantly in there doing shit how long can those guys do that for it's got to oh, be exhausting man. yeah and they're so involved. Yeah. The, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. Like they, or wait, Matt Stone, Trey Parker? Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they still do the voices and oh my God, yeah. and they've been doing it for like what, 15 years? Yeah. Or something? And those guys are geniuses, man. Like everything they do is good. And how much money do they have? I mean, they probably are millionaires 10 times over just from the Book of Mormon alone. Yeah. Let alone the show and the movie and the merchandise. <laughs> Holy shit, the merchandise money yeah. that those guys must make. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Google that. <laughs> what's their What's their net worth? All right, well, you know what's getting my goat here, Eddie, is I've talked ad nauseum about one of my favorite websites, the Next Door social media, mm-hmm. <laughs> where you know all your neighborhood crazies and racists and weirdos hang out. And this person on my Next Door posted a GoFundMe okay, because their dog has cancer. They think, all right? So, okay, yeah. (laughs) So the title of the post was, like, help a neighbor in need. And that caught my eye because most of them are like, you know, lost dog, uh, black person ringing doorbells. (laughs) Like, you know, they're usually just like weird. That one, I'm seriously, sometimes they are like that. Um, that one caught my eye though, neighbor in need. And I thought to myself, I can't wait to hear this because a lot of times people get political on there too, which is even weirder that you're really putting yourself out there. But anyhow, I click on it and it's this gal with this story that says our dog has a mass on its foot and it needs to get removed. And the surgery costs $2,000 and we need to go fund me to pay for this. And I just was like, are you? for two thousand dollars yeah like i know that's a a good chunk of money there Mm -hmm. charge it yeah you do something it's your own dog it's two grand (laughs) it's not 200 grand and the fact that like this week my son shaved his head 
to raise money for childhood cancer. Mm -hmm. Kids, man, that costs millions and thousands of dollars to go through chemo and all this that are going to die. This is children. <laughs> and, I, and I know all the time I talk about how much I hate animals. I really don't. It's just I'm being silly yeah. for the show. But fuck this dog <laughs> in this case. And fuck this family. You just pay for it. Yeah. You don't ask strangers. That's, that's ridiculous, dude. Oh, my goat was so gotten. So are, are they positive that it's cancer? No. Or it's just pre like a preventative? Well, yeah. It's like, got a huge mass on its foot, and he's having a hard time walking. And so they need to cut it out. It's too grand. And, okay, so like, so somebody said, beware of scams. That's <laughs> what someone said. Yeah. And so I thought, like, all right, let me check this person's GoFundMe page out. I go to it, and I did a reverse Google search okay. on the photos. And, man, wouldn't this story be better? <laughs> If it turns out it was a scam, but it wasn't oh. like it didn't bring up. Like if you're ever seeing something and you're curious if it's a scam, Google image search, you drag and drop the photo in mm -hmm. and it'll immediately show you like this photo is on the, on the internet 10,000 times. Yeah. There was none. Like these were real photos of this real dog. Okay. And they, they got enough money. They funded it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Strangers and neighbors gave them 50, 20, a hundred. There was quite a few hundred dollar donations from neighbors. Oh my God. If, okay, if I donated to this GoFundMe, I would want a piece of that dog. I'd be like, like if I loved dogs, right. I would donate and be like, okay, I get your dog every Wednesday and mm -hmm. Friday. It's because mm -hmm. it's my dog now. Just like stock. Yeah. You're a shareholder now exactly. of this dog. You can pick up all the shit and deal with all that stuff. I'm just going to take them and go pick up chicks or something. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take your dog just to pick up chicks. Yeah. That's on every Tuesday because I gave you fifty cents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other thing too is people can get loans for this kind of thing. Yeah, like from the vet. Like the vet, any place that has bills like this, oftentimes they have a credit card. There's pet insurance. You just make it happen. I don't know, man. You 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 charge it and then pay the interest for a couple months. Yeah, or something. You just you don't ask strangers for money for your dog. Yeah, and if if these people, if if someone asks them for help, a neighbor asks them for some money, and they don't, they're like, no, sorry, we can't do it. Right. You're a piece of fucking shit. Right. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Or That's anything. Ridiculous. That's like my son when he went around. He's also selling like uh, to raise money for baseball, mm -hmm. and it's just obligatory, man. Yeah. You buy the card of your neighbor's <laughs> thing. You buy the cookie. You do the thing. It's part of the deal. And a couple of my neighbors didn't buy this like card. Like, mm. and you know, it's a stupid card. You get a deal for the pizza place and the yogurt place. Yeah. We all know what they are. It's a stupid fundraiser. That's the thing. People want instant gratification. Yeah. That's the funny thing about Girl Scout cookies is you buy them, then you have to wait two months. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you know how much more cookies they would sell if they just had them on hand? Yeah. And people could be like, oh, yeah, I want a cookie right now, motherfucker. Yeah. Not like, eh, hmm, yeah, sure, I'll buy some. But you still do it. Yeah. You still do it. And these yahoos in my neighborhood that didn't support my son, I wanted to be like, what are you, man? Join the neighborhood. Join the neighborhood. I saw you next door. You donated $2,000 to this dumbass dog. There you go. My son's here and he's real and he needs your money. Help me out. Yes. Fucking hell. So my goats sorely gotten yes on that idiot. understandable oh yeah yeah all right uh what else we got going on oh okay i was at the grocery store the other day and i i, I snapped about this i was just walking around with quinn my daughter who's three and she's at the age now where i let her walk around a little bit in the store mm -hmm. and she's walking around and she's singing a song and all of a sudden this old man 
who's probably 85, like stops me. And he looks at me with these like crazy piercing blue eyes. And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. Because <laughs> I, I, people talk to me. I think I have a friendly face. And people think like, here's a man. I'll talk to him. Mm. But a lot of times people want to talk to Quinn, my little daughter. You know what it's like when yeah. you're in the store and old people are just like, hey, look at this. Like, hey, what's yeah. going on? And he grabbed me. He didn't grab me. He, he stopped me. <laughs> and he's like, hey, your daughter. And I'm like, what? Your daughter is an indigo child. And I was totally taken aback. Yeah. Like he just talked to me and he looked at me and I felt like I was in an episode of MacGyver. <laughs> no, I don't know, like uh, uh, the leftovers or something like okay. who is this mystical man? And he had on a fisherman's hat <laughs> and sweatpants like he looked hella disheveled. Maybe he was an oracle from the future. OK, I don't know. But his eyes were so blue. And no one says that right off the bat. Like they stop you and they would start talking about your kid. Yeah. Like I'm looking around like, is this a scam? Like, are you going to kidnap her <laughs> at this point? He's all, no, people born after the year 2000. And then he got crazy. He's rattling off all these things. Their DNA strands, they use 10% of their brain. But your daughter, she's using 70% of her brain. She can speak telepathically. He's all, I'm looking at her right now and I can feel the energy coming off her. She's speaking to me with her mind. And okay. I said, whoa, like, what do you say to that? Yeah. When an old man says he's talking to your three-year-old daughter <laughs> with his mind. You, uh, did you punch him in the face? <laughs> no, I said, wow, sir. That's, that's incredible. I've, I've never heard of this. I was very nice to him. Mm -hmm. But then my daughter can be really standoffish and shy mm -hmm. at a store like most kids. And she came over and I said, did that, did that man talk to you with your mind? And she went, mm-hmm. <laughs> And smiled at him like super nice. And then they laughed. The two of them looked at each other and laughed. <laughs> oh, and she's oh never seen this man before in her life. And then he walked away. And I was kind of like shook. Like wow. I was like, whoa, this is weird. Yeah. And I text Nicole, my wife, and say, hey, Google indigo ch children mm -hmm. because some old man at the store just said Quinn is one. And like five minutes later, she texted me back, oh my God. Like that totally sounds like what Quinn could be. <laughs> so it's a thing. Yeah. And are you familiar? You've heard of this? I've heard of this before. Oh, you yeah. have? Yeah. Oh, it's news to me, <laughs> brother. But what have you heard about this? Um, just in relation to like The Shining. Oh. And how um, he could talk to like that black dude in The right. Shining would talk to him telepathically. Yeah. Like, and I've heard it referenced, The Shining referenced in correlation with an indigo child. That's a perfect example then. So sometimes I guess, so I looked it up on Wikipedia and there's all sorts of resources. Some people think it's almost like an autism, a form oh, okay. of autism. And of course it could all be, it's all just junk yeah. and science too. And then other people say, yeah, that's what like new age parents shackle their kids with for kids that misbehave <laughs> and don't get along. But other people think they're like special kids that can talk with their brains. Yeah. And I mean, look, I think my da daughter's special, of course. <laughs> I love her, but she does give off a bit of mysticism. There is a, there is a, a spark yeah. that I feel like she has. So you know what? Great. <laughs> she can talk. And he's, and he said, you know, she tries to talk to you with her mind, but you just can't comprehend it because you're too old and you're just like, you know, you're not open for it. And he's not too old. He's like, I'm, but I'm not too old. So come home with me, little girl. Did he offer her candy with his mind? No, he didn't. And then, but then here, the best part of it was he kind of said his piece and then he walked away. And disappeared. No, in fact, I watched him. We both left the store at the same time, mm -hmm. and I watched him get into his car. And part of me kind of wanted to talk to him more about it. 
Like, so just, are you some sort of shaman? <laughs> like, how do you know that she was one? And do you have crystals in your car? What if you followed him out and he just, like, went behind the supermarket and, like, crawled into a box? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have to give him some money. $2,000. I'd do a GoFundMe. There you go. For him. I don't know. But, yeah, I kind of freaked him out. Because sometimes, like, the other day, I was getting my hair cut. And I walked to my car. And out of nowhere, another old man just came up to me. <laughs> He's like, hey, the tires on your car. Old men love me, Eddie. They come out of the woodwork when they see me to talk to me. He came out of nowhere. And he's all, hey, the tires. No, no, no. I was in my fucking car. The car was on. I was ready to pull out. And he comes up to the driver's side. And he knocks on it. Doot, 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 doot. And I think to myself, immediately, I'm in, I'm getting mugged mode. <laughs> like, who is this? Yeah. What? There's a stranger knocking on my door. And I roll the window down. He's all, something's wrong with your car. You got to get out of here and smell this. Something is wrong with your car. <laughs> and all the bells in my head are going off like, scam, scam, yeah. scam, scam. <laughs> but sure enough, your boy gets out of the car and he's like, get down here. Get down here by the exhaust pipe. Like, you really <laughs> got to smell this. And I'm like, what? This is what is going on. <laughs> An old man is going to like bop my face. Yeah, he's going to ho-bop you. He's going to ho, ho, hobo-bop me. <laughs> on my face or make me suck on my exhaust pipe till I pass out. But I said, you know what? All right. I, I got down there and I, I smelled my exhaust. He's like, I see it smells kind of sweet because your oil filter. And he went, oh, he just, he was just an old weirdo. And he's like, man, you need to do this, get this filter here, come to my car. And he, he took me to the back of his car. He opened up his trunk. He said, this is the kind of air filter you get. And I'm thinking, okay, here it comes. <laughs> he's going to sell me an oil filter. And then all of a sudden I know where he says, uh, do you need me to I could wipe, wash your windshield for you? And I'm like, all right, all what? right. Like, I think he was just like homeless trying to make a buck. Okay. And I just said, sir, I'm sorry. I really got to get out of here. The car is on. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. And Jeez. I got in the car and left. But he didn't know when to say no. Mm -hmm. The shaman, the indigo man, <laughs> he gave me his piece and he took off. That's crazy, man. You should have followed him home. I should have. <laughs> and then I'd have been the weirdo. <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 sir, sir, you don't understand. I, I swear I'm not weird. I swear I'm not weird. I just want to know more. He's like, yeah, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> You're a fucking weirdo. And thanks for not donating to my GoFundMe, asshole. <laughs> right, you ass. It's okay. Fine. Donate to the Patreon, though, if you want to do that. I don't try to be a weirdo, but we just, we are, unfortunately. <laughs> Today, I, I, I'm going out of town. And so I wanted to get one out of the system. Mm -hmm. I wanted to squeeze one through the pipes, <laughs> you know, work one through the chamber and just to kind of loosen myself up okay. a little bit. And I'm expecting an important phone call from my dad as well right now because it, it, it may potentially is a medical thing. Okay. I don't know. I, I just wanted to know. Like I'm expecting a phone call from him. Mm -hmm. And so I had a small window. And I had, I had like 10 minutes here between kids coming home and leaving and having to go to baseball. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's 435. I got 10 minutes. Like, let's do this. <laughs> and I kind of got, I got ready. I, had, I threw up a couple tabs. Like, your boy was like, I got to do this. Like, this is like a, a medical thing right now. Like, I don't have time to enjoy this, but I just got to do it. And I've mentioned I'm a moist man. Yes. So, you know, I'm ready to go. And then my cell phone rings and it's my dad. <laughs> It's Rick. Sick Rick. Oh, that's a great episode. Yes. Somebody wrote us in and said a question that they're new to the show. And it's a real old one. It's like episode 30. Mm -hmm. I have my dad on the podcast and we drink whiskey and talk. So yeah, that's a fun one. 
So I've got the porno on, my hand is lubricated, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I gotta answer this. I gotta answer the phone, my dad, and everything's fine. Okay. But I answered the phone while there's like pornography <laughs> right in front of me. But what was I supposed to do? Okay, did you let the porn continue to play? No. No, I pressed pause. I did continue jerking off. <laughs> to your dad's voice. <laughs> it was good news. It was good news. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Daddy, I'm jigging off right now. And he's proud of me. Okay. No, I, I stopped. And then, But then the worst part, Eddie, the worst part was I couldn't get back to it. Because <laughs> sure enough, and this is terrifying, okay? I got like a sloppy lotion hand. Mm-hmm. I got my dick out. I got my tabs open. I'm ready to work. And then I hear, <laughs> and it's the garage door opening, yeah. which is the real telltale sign. Shit. <laughs> Family's home. Put it away, dad. <laughs> I just rubbed the lotion into my hand. Oh, that's disgusting. Wife, it was clean. It's a real lotion. Oh, you didn't use it at all? No, I didn't okay. even touch my dick. Okay. My dick was dry, Eddie. <laughs> so I just wiped the lotion in and then my wife came home. And I was just, I saw her when she like saw me through the windshield of the car, I was just rubbing my hands. <laughs> like, why are you here early? So, or I found some money. <laughs> I found some money. Mm, I'm smelling the money, Eddie. Oh, Christ alive. Okay. That's it. What else are we going to do here? Oh man, the show's we're buzzing along. Mm-hmm. Let's do a couple questions and then we'll do our real treats. Cool. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. All right. So we love getting questions. And if you want to be a part of the show, com slash contact, show at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail. You can be anonymous. And here's a good one. So I mentioned, you mentioned in the show about putting soap in your ass. Mm-hmm. And last week's on the show, we talked about how neither of us use a washcloth. Mm-hmm. So here's a listener taking quite an umbrage with that. <laughs> Hey, long-time listener, first time sending a comment. Here's my obligatory Dems, which she, I think she, demographics. She's a 30-year-old AA, and she put in quote, a parentheses, that's African-American, Dan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I couldn't have figured that out. <laughs> and why did she single me out? Because I'm not a person of color. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so she's a single female, no kids. Baltimore, college education, educated, and employed. I, I feel like, again, like this is deep. <laughs> Loving this. Yes. We never get this level uh, of stuff. She goes on to say, now that that's out of the way, I'm listening to your most recent podcast, and I just can't get over that you and Eddie don't use washcloths. How is that possible? How do you properly clean your ass? As a black woman, this is a foreign concept to me. Dave Chappelle made a joke about this in one of his sketches, but I always thought the whole white people not using washcloths thing was an exaggeration. And Eddie is Asian, so what's your excuse? <laughs> and this is all caps. Mind blown. Pussy got wet. Pussy stay wet. Pussy and ass stays clean with a washcloth. <laughs> and she didn't leave a nice. name. Bless her heart. And I don't know. And I, it is interesting to me why this is culturally a thing that goofy white people don't use a washcloth. Mm-hmm. And of course some do. Yeah. And of course there's plenty of black people that use their hand <laughs> like you and I do. Yeah. But it, it's very interesting to me. Like I would like to see a graph that shows at what point did like a, that become a tradition. Like when a black parent taught their kid. Yeah. And then the white family, they're just like, just use your fucking hand. <laughs> I don't know. We need to talk to an anthropologist. Yeah. And I mean, I wipe my ass really well after I shit. So me too. 
I mean, there's not, you know, there's not a lot going on in there where I I need extra help. Right. (laughs) Right. And if anything is that bad, I mean, so let me, so I I tried, okay. So I said to myself, maybe I should try this. Okay. Maybe I should try to do this thing. But then I just feel like you use this washcloth, you run it through your ass. Mm -hmm. Then what do you do with it? Do you just like hang it to dry? I mean, you don't use it twice. Or has this become like that week's ass cloth? And yeah. what if multiple people use your shower and like, are my son's using the same ass cloth that I am or after every shower, do you take it out and then you have like a little special spot? <laughs> Cause if you throw a wet towel, only yeah. a fool would throw a wet towel in the bottom of a hamper. <laughs> Congratulations. You just made your entire hamper reek. Yeah. You know, that shit dry dog. So what's the process? Like, that's a good question, man. I have no idea. Somebody, this lady, follow up email, please. <laughs> I want to know your whole situation with your ass cloth <laughs> or anyone else out there that does this. Break it down. Please do. Break it down for us. All right. Let's do another question. Oh, um, my question this week is how did you two, Dan and Eddie, both hailing from Vegas, end up in Sacramento? Did you guys know each other prior to Sacramento? And this is from Sasha, a great listener. She sends us a bunch of questions. Shout out to her. So, you know, I forget often that people new to the show might not realize that you and I are brother-in-law. Yeah. And we both grew up in Las Vegas. Co-brother-in-laws. Co-brother-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> so our wives are sisters. Yes. Eddie and I are not brothers by blood. And we both went to college in Reno. Yes. And we, my my family moved here to Northern California first. You went back to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately you and your family moved up here yeah. to our area. Simple as that. And here we are, (laughs) loving the Sacramento area. It's fantastic. It is. It's fantastic. So there's that. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. And here's the question that I meant to say. Hey, Dan, new fan and first time contacting the show. And so for where to start, I would definitely suggest listening to the one with your pops. I appreciate you and Eddie's time. I look forward to the next podcast. And yeah, that's episode 30. Nice. So that's crazy hard to believe. That's 200 episodes ago. Yeah, wow. To, that's like four years ago. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, and this June, I think, will be the fifth anniversary oh my God. of the show. I know. It's old. <laughs> We're old. The show's get, getting up there. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Speaking of that, so yeah, no more questions. Yeah, if anyone else, please keep sending us questions. We absolutely adore them. Oh, and is that weird, too? Keep the is that weird things in your life. And goats. Yeah. Back to goats, dog. <laughs> goats are back. Send us if anything's getting your goat and we'll play it on the show. But otherwise, let's do a real treat. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'm just beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. All right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? So <laughs> you're not going to be happy with this. Oh, but, no. uh, is it boxing? It is boxing. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? There's, I mean, there's just a lot of good fights coming up. Is um, there? March 4th, Keith Thurman and Danny Garcia are fighting. They're two of the top welterweights in the world. Wow, in their what prime, size is welterweight? 147 in boxing. Damn. Yeah. That, I mean, and those, that, that seems so small for a boxer. Yeah. But you, like, if you look at them, like mm-hmm. they don't seem, you know, necessarily really right. small. Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, so they're fighting and, and that's going to be a great fight and it's a free fight. It's going to be on NBC mm. prime time. So check it out. Even better. Um, and then Pacquiao's fighting in April against Amir Khan, which is going to be a good fight. Why is Pacquiao continue to fight? Cause he likes fighting. He probably also needs the money a little bit, but yeah. 
I, I think he also just likes fighting. Yeah, he must. I mean, the guy's done it all. Yeah. He doesn't have to fight anymore. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, yeah, a lot of big fights coming up. Canelo Alvarez, do you know who he is? No. He's a redheaded Mexican. <laughs> okay, well, I think you talked about him before. Yeah, he's he, he fought Mayweather. He's a, he's like one of the biggest Mexican boxing uh, boxers. Yeah. Um, and he's fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Mm. Um, and that should be a good fight, too. So wow. A lot of good stuff coming up. I mean that's exciting. Yes, thank I you. Mean, I just I just can't get enough of the boxing. <laughs> so, what's my real treat? Oh, okay. Uh, my real treat this week is I've mentioned on the show that I really don't listen to a lot of other podcasts, mm-hmm. and but there's one podcast, the, like one of the first podcasts I listened to was it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Have you ever okay. heard this podcast? No. It's really good. It's been around forever, and the guys that run it, they're actually three brothers. Mm -hmm. They all have like a – they're on this podcast network called Max Fun, and they do a a handful of podcasts. They're good. They're funny, and they have a similar vibe to us. Like they're just dude bros Mm -hmm. that just have a show, kind of a shoot-the-shit show. But my real treat is they have a TV show now. Oh, wow. And it's really funny. Okay. It's on CISO. And I'm not really sure how you even watch that on YouTube. Maybe it's free. Isn't there an app? I think there's an app, but you don't have to pay for it. I don't think. Okay. Either way, their show is really funny. It has this like super homegrown handmade feel to it Mm -hmm. because it was probably made on a shoestring budget, but it's like super charming and really genuine and really funny. And the three of them, their rapport is awesome. And it's a really funny, weird weird show is it a scripted show no okay i think it's kind of like our show where there's elements that they have like tent poles and then just goes for it it's completely unscripted though gotcha it's just like three guys mm-hmm. they're not actors i don't even, i wouldn't even call them comedians but they're they're really funny and their rapport is funny and cool you know like on this week's episode they went on a campaign to help a guy convince his wife to have a tarantula <laughs> he really wanted a tarantula. Okay. Because like the, the, the sort of slim premise is that it's an advice show, but it's really not. And so people do write them questions and ask for advice. Okay. That's very loosely kind of what the show is based on. Mm-hmm. Either way, watch the show. My brother, my, my brother, my brother, and me. Okay. On CISO. It's really funny. Nice. So that's that. All right, my man. So that's that. Um, let's see. For this week's Sifstery... Uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss. We're, we're cooking on something, too. Yo, I'm in the lab. I'm always working, man. I'm always in the lab. Me and Amanda Hug and Kiss. And new idea for a way for people to share the show is he's finding some great, like, kind of two to three minute jokes. It's kind of like a sistery, which, you know, we end the show every week with a tiny clip mm-hmm. from another episode. But he's finding a little longer clips because I think it can be really hard for someone to say, like, if I told you, hey, you should listen to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, the podcast, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. I can't say to you, ugh, dude, like, they kind of do best ofs because they're a big enough show that they have people do that for them. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's so hard. So for us, I'm going to put together, like, 10 jokes, mm-hmm. like, 10 two-minute segments of the show that people can share. Cool. So we're working on that. Yeah. Right now. So shout out to Amanda. And otherwise, he sent us, uh, this is by, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Filthy Dance by Lobotom is the name of this, and it's from episode 173, and he's titled the clip Itchy Ass. <laughs> Itchy Ass. Nice. 
All right, so that's it. What do we got here? Okay, so otherwise, this has been episode 231 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Here's a gross question from somebody. Every morning I poop and wipe vigorously, but no matter how thorough I am, I often need another wipe like 45 minutes later. This leads me to believe my butt secretes a little poop all the time. Does this happen to anyone else? P.S. I'm gay, which I don't believe. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to read this question because when I was in Vegas over the break mm-hmm. at my parents' house, you know, pooping like, mm-hmm. a, like a person, now that I have children, I have flushable wipes. Yeah. Like at every toilet. And, of course, like anyone else, we all grew up without them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have them in Vegas. And, man, I missed them. <laughs> So to this fella, because I've been there, we all know what it's like. You take one of these poops, and you feel like you can wipe for an hour, and it's always brown. Yeah. Like, your toilet paper doesn't come back clean, because really, and then you get to the point where you're just like, you know what, fuck it. I got a shitty ass right now. Good enough. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm going to roll around the rest of the day knowing that there is brown shit in my ass crack, <laughs> in the crack of my ass. And sometimes that'll happen to me, like, if I'm on the train, and I have to take a quick shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I got I to cut bait here. Like, I can't spend the morning wiping my ass. Like, I got to move on. Yeah. But at your house, when you can get that wipe, that flushable wipe action. Yeah. Because why not? Why would you not use something to clean? If I threw some shit on your arm, you would just wipe it off with a toilet paper. You'd want to, like, scrub it. Yeah. So you deserve that on your butt. A lot of, uh, like, Filipino households, um, and I'm sure, like, other countries do this too but mm-hmm. they'll have like a bowl and like a bar of soap in it by the toilet so you like fill the bowl Whoa. with water and you basically bathe your asshole every time you take a shit and then what happens with that bowl it just like gets emptied and then sat next to the toilet for I, the next guy to use yeah pr- pretty much <laughs> so that's like ironically something that's very clean for you but for you but, but <laughs> filthy that there's this shit bowl with a bar of soap yeah. just hanging out i've never seen that yeah like a, like a couple of my uh, relatives have that at their house mm-hmm. and i remember <laughs> like when i was a kid like and i couldn't wet my own ass that they right. would do do that and it's it, you feel super refreshed after like sure. super clean but i can't imagine taking the time to do that now no and it would be pretty funny like if you did have people over That'd be the first thing I'd hide. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe not in the guest bathroom. Because I do wonder if when you do have a guest bathroom, like I'll poop in any bathroom in my house. Mm. There's, I don't like have to go to my master. I don't go to my kid's bedroom, bathroom. Mm. I'll take a shit anywhere. <laughs> but I wonder if some people probably would never shit in the guest bathroom. Or, you know what I bet they do? I bet the husband is only allowed to shit there. Like I bet the husband <laughs> can never take a nasty, greasy shit like in the master bathroom yeah. where the wife is or could be around because <laughs> i think some wives and significant others are probably like oh god yeah no like sometimes i'll fart around my wife and you think i like stabbed her <laughs> like it's the most gross disgusting thing ever and so when we get older she'll probably be like that's your bathroom downstairs you shit in there with your bar of soap and your bowl of stinky filipino ass water that's for you danny eddie <laughs> So, well, next time I go to your parents' house, which I never do because I'm never invited, <laughs> never on Christmas Eve invited to get drunk. Yes. But that's fine. Maybe next year. They don't like Jewish people. They sorry. don't. That's fine. Well, I barely am. So I will look for it. <laughs> oh, well, they don't have another house, but oh, I'll invite on. you over to my aunt's house one time. Please. Check it out. I would love that. Follow along.
Hello? Grab your crotch like it really itches. Look around, say what's up, bitches. Kung Fu chop from right to left. I study Kung Fu. Now let's stop and catch our breath. said look like right now i'm maybe i'm like eight inches (laughs) soft (laughs) 